Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. That's right, John Wayne. Here I am back again. I am in my neon palace of sin, everyone, back where I belong, back where I deserve to belong, here in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, here with you guys. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the show. If you're new to the show, if I just met you recently at a convention, you're checking me out, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys rule. Uh, Thank you for everyone who's joining me again. Um, Welcome. It's uh, what a time it has been. I am, of course, here. Uh, I apologize. First of all, it's coming out day late, dollar short. Been driving all day on Monday uh, to get back from Chicago, which we will be talking about here in a moment. But of course, I am here. Um, I'm recording because uh, I got in, you know, quite early this morning, slept. You know, it's coming out this evening. So I I, I already drank some coffee, but I have a nice big uh, glass of water. Yeah, that's right, water, because I like water. Drinking water right now, but I have, don't worry. I've got myself some very fine uh, marijuana from uh, the, the, the old, uh, from, I was going to say from the dealership. No, uh, from the dispensary. I'm actually finishing this off. I got some of the weed before I left uh, out to go to Chicago, make sure I was okay uh, for the ride and everything. And this is uh, this is just called Wookie. This is, uh, I got it. Uh, this is uh, Nature's Chemistry, which I get, I get end up getting their stuff a lot more often than than not and it's good it's called wookie it's a very nice uh hybrid here and uh, i'm feeling good feeling fine uh let's let's just let's just uh indulge ourselves right now for a moment for you oh yeah that's what i'm talking about and i ended up picking up a, another pipe while i was there see like i remember back Back in the day, back like uh, year, years ago when I was, you know, you'd go to the head shop to buy a pipe. Like glass pipes were expensive as hell and they still are in different parts <coughs> oh, man, of the country. But like in in uh, here in Vegas where, you know, it's it's legal cheap. I noticed this also when it, when it became legal in Portland and I was going there for Bizarro Con and stuff and I'd pick up a little pipe. I was like, man, I, I even these little tiny baby dick pipes. I was looking at them and I thought, I was like, well, this is going to be at least $20, $25 they're going to want for this little baby pipe because it's glass. Dude, it was $2.99. And I, that was like a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, shit, shit's a changing. So now you can get like, um, man, you can get, uh, you know, uh, pipes like, like crazy knit, like so fucking cheap now, it seems that, that, yeah, you can get a pipe for almost nothing these days. So, you know, uh, if you listen a couple episodes back, you'll know I, I dropped my pipe, my glass pipe recently on one of the road trips. I was on a couple road trips back and it shattered everywhere. And that was a cool ass pipe, a little Sherlock piece. I, I enjoyed that pipe quite a bit. But uh, yeah, it's gone now. And um, that's too bad. But I was in when I was uh, on the way out to head to Chicago before I, I dipped out of here and I was picking up some weed. I picked up a new little pipe and it was like ten dollars. Dude, this this is a this is a glass piece. It's I, I kind of liked it because it's just it's it's kind of plain looking where there's no like necessarily like bubbles or any like other, you know, kind of uh, things with like the glass work. It's like a kind of basic, simple pipe with a it's got a decent like a bulbous bowl on the end of it um, here. But it's it's just it was all white, like white, lily white. And uh, which is different for me because usually, you know, I everything I, I wear black, everything's black because the world is so complicated. But um, I like this. It was clean looking and it has this this graphic. I guess this is like the person who made the pipes like logo or something. Um, but it's just like this graphic of a monkey like wearing, a, a you know, some pants and a, a, a vest and a tie and a shirt and like a he's got a hat on. He's got a mean mug on his face and he's like smoking a cigarette or a joint or something just standing there mean mugging. And uh, I was like, dude, I dig that. Let me grab that pipe. Yeah, it's like $10, dude, $10. This is easy. Easily, I would have paid like $80 for this pipe back when I was like 22 or something like that. It's just uh, the world, that they, the times, they are a-changing. And boy, I am here for it. So I got myself some of that good, good old Wookiee weed here. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not on some Star Wars kick. I know I had some Skywalker OG last time, I think, but... Yeah, it's just what's on the daily deal. You know, I like to mix it up and try different things. And I guess everyone gets in these. Oh, you know why? 
I bet there was a lot of Star Wars weeds out there because it was May the 4th, and that's a nerd thing. May the 4th be with you. That's right. Now I get it. Now it's all coming together for old Uncle Johnny here. So uh, a little bit slow. But anyway, that's it. I got my water. I got my weed. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling great. So thank you guys for joining me for another episode. I want to right up at the top give a major shouts out. Shouts out to all of my Patreon members, my supporters, my awesome Patreon people. Thank you guys so much. Major, major shouts out. Appreciation. All of my love to you. Uh, I thank you guys so much. You keep me alive out there. If you don't know, I have a Patreon. If you're new to the show, checking it out. Please go see my Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead uh, with links to get there if you just go to my website as well, johnwayneisdead.com. But uh, there you can join one of the tiers that I have set up. You get the, get the things that come with the tiers, the stories, the, the, the wonderful, wonderful rewards that I, I offer, but um, you also get access to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast every week that comes out on my Patreon page in which I talk to other artists that I meet around the world, around the country, and uh, wow, what a time it is. It's a very rewarding show. We're over 100 episodes now, so you have access to all the new ones coming out, plus all of those back episodes, people. Lots of back episodes back to listen to, plus everything I put on my wall, on my Patreon wall, no matter what tier you subscribe to, you have access to, and I put up a lot of videos of things I'm doing while I'm on the road, uh, cool, like, uh, you know, bringing down the house of karaoke, different places, writing new songs, performances, readings that I'm doing at some of these conventions, um, videos of these sound recordings, all kinds of very cool stuff that I, I try to keep it fresh and good up there for you guys. Cause I appreciate you so much. So if you want to get in on that action, you can help your old uncle Johnny here, throw a couple extra bucks in his pockets and jingle on down the road, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, and you can join one of the tiers and help me out, and I appreciate it so, so, so much. So thank you guys for that. Now, um, another thing, uh, I don't know if we talked about it uh, last time. I think I did. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, new merch, new apparel. I think I did talk about this a little bit, but I just revamped everything, so I'm coming strong again like it's new. I have... Uh, <clears throat> Been uh, you know working with this website that that's a kind of a print on demand thing that lets you set up a store and do their thing. Uh, so we're working with them, see how that goes. But right now it's looking pretty good. Um, I'm getting things tweaked where I want it, and and this is all kinds of new custom John Wayne is dead apparel that I'm designing and putting together uh, over on this on this apparel shop that I have. And how do you get there, John Wayne? You're saying, could you please just get to it? Yes, I will. Go to johnwayneisdead.com. Uh, one of the links on the top of the site there on the menu. On the menu right there, it takes you right to the apparel shop. So just go to johnwayneisdead.com, click on the John Wayne is Dead apparel shop link and uh, on the menu, and you'll go right to the shop, and there's all kinds of stuff. This this um, you know, this is cool because it allows me to put out different kind of merch that, you know, um, myself and like you know, the, the way it's set up, other artists, you don't necessarily have the startup, like the capital to, you know, go out and, you know, print like uh, so many different types of of uh of merchandise i guess you know like i i i think that like hoodies are cool i would love to have hoodies and i would love to have more things that are like uh you know the girl cut tees and the crop tops female um you know more more t-shirts that are you know cut for you know the uh for girls and kids and all that kind of stuff but the thing that is hard to have all those things is you got to have a ton of money up front so that you can buy all the all the the supplies and have all of them made and then sell them. But with this, this is letting you kind of print on demand. Uh, so you order it from them and then I work, we work together to get it to you. So it's very cool and also gives me a lot of free reign to design, to do different designs on things that I might not be able to do. Like if I'm just working one-on-one -on -one with like maybe a, another merch distributor or a closer one, you know, it, it, there was times you know, I, I used to, I could just get a run of t-shirts and that's it and hope for the best. Now I have, uh, there's t-shirts, there's uh, hoodies, zip up hoodies. There are backpacks. These backpacks that are on there are fucking killer. If I do say so myself uh, and different, these are all with my art on them, my designs. I've got coffee mugs on there and I even got, uh, just put up a um, pint glass design on there as well. Now you can check all that stuff out. I appreciate it, but here's the other thing. Check back often because I'm going to be doing different um, 
different types of apparel releases, you know, different merch idea, merch releases uh, weekly right now. And some of them are going to be custom, customized art for that thing, like for an iPod, or I mean, for your AirPod case. There's going to be a custom design for that. You know, there'll be a custom design for a coffee mug. There'll be one-off custom shirts that will only be up there for that and then gone. All kinds of cool stuff like that. So what's up there right now is just the beginning. I'm just getting it started. So check that out. Go to johnwayneisdead.com and click on the uh, John Wayne is Dead apparel shop in the menu there, and it'll you know take you right to that stuff, and you can check it out. Thank you for that. Uh, for those of you that got in there early and kind of like – checked it all out and bought some stuff already. Thank you guys so much. That rules. I appreciate it. It was a great, uh, you know, nice, good pop right there at the start. Now we're going to keep it going uh, with uh, the awesome fucking designs I'm excited to put out there and share with you guys. So there we go. Got all that out up top. Um, So yeah, just got, like I said, just got in on the road last week. um, You know, it was, uh, a lot of just prep again, getting ready to to go out um, on the road to hit Chicago, Illinois, baby. And uh, so, yeah, and I think I did two shows last week. I think I did a show right before we left. Man, I can't remember. Time is running all over the place in my mind like a, like a melting ice cube of uh, brain sauce. So... Yes, we just got in. Chicago was great. Of course, you know how this goes. We're going to talk about that later on in the show, how the show was and uh, all of those things. But I'm trying to think what else, you know. Oh, you know, uh, this is cool. I Before I left to go out of town, I, I was a guest on the uh, Mothers of Mayhem podcast, which is, uh, you know, a, a horror uh, writing and a book author centric podcast. Uh, it was an w- awesome experience. It was a great recording that we did. And um, I'm super stoked for that. that that's going to come out this Friday, the 21st at midnight. Um, you can listen to that and watch it on on the YouTube channel, Mothers of Mayhem uh, podcast. Uh, I think I forget what they call it, an extreme horror podcast, something like that. But the links are posted. Check out the it's it's mom, Mothers of Mayhem podcast. Uh, but that was a lot of fun. And they just told me that that's coming out. So uh, check that out this Friday if you want to get some uh, other little uh, tidbits on your old Uncle Johnny here as well. OK, so since we we're on the road and doing all this stuff. I think right now, I, you know, I don't know. I was going to say something. I And then I'm, I keep, you know, my head is like going so fast right now. I'm like, all right, I want to make sure I get this. I need sure I say this. Um, but you know what? I need to slow myself down here. I slow my own roll and just chill because uh, it's just go, 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 go so much all the time. And sometimes you just need to chill. So I, as a matter of fact, after I do this podcast, I'm uploading it, people, and it's going to be up there. And then, you know what? I think I'm just going to chill for the rest of the year. It's already like nighttime. <laughs> I slept all day. Anyway, <clears throat> so without further ado, guys, uh, before we get into our uh you know, episode here talking about how the the Days of the Dead Chicago show was. We're going to do our uh, three card tarot reading. We're just going to jump right into that, I believe. And and uh, if you uh, know or you don't know, I do a three card tarot reading of myself before every show in uh, which I sit down, uh, kind of think about uh, what's going on with me, things that are on my mind specifically, kind of make a little list. Um, and then, you know, just Look at things through the prism of, you know, what the cards kind of represent. Get a fresh point of view, a different perspective. Think about things differently. Uh, that's it's, it's a very cool thought exercise that I like. So that is what we will do. So this week, uh, on my mind, you know, of course, is just um, a, a great deal of organization. It's keeping myself organized, keeping myself balanced, keeping myself on track. Uh, a lot of strands in the old duder's head right now. A lot more... Um, Things that I I am involved in, things that I am responsible for, you know, responsibilities, places I'm supposed to be, all of that stuff is going on and getting busier and busier for me, which is great because things are growing and it's so awesome. And I just need to make sure I'm keeping myself organized. I'm making smart decisions that I'm not taking on too much. I'm not, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. That so that's that's really what's been in my head, keeping that balanced and and staying uh, sharp and healthy uh, in this in this whole. Um, in this whole, uh, you know, 
busy growth that I'm experiencing right now. And I mean healthy like in my mind and body as well. So let's see. First card we get today. Now, this is interesting. All three of our cards are are reversed today in the reversed position. So first, um, first card we get one of my favorite cards. I get a lot of three of swords. This is in the reversed position. Now, <clears throat> with with uh, when when we get this card like this, it's it's coming up because it's kind of ch- asking us to check ourselves a little bit on how we are treating ourselves or how how our inner dialogue with ourselves has been lately. We we because it, it's saying you know we've probably been a little bit more self deprecating than we need to be and a little bit more. Uh, doubtful of ourselves or, or, or self-criticism. You know, we're, we're riding ourselves hard right now and have been for a while or or maybe on a specific thing, whatever it is. It's like this, when we get this card, it's like, okay, let's take a step back and, and, and realize like, hey man, you know, I don't need to be starting my own uh, negative, you know, thought train here. There's enough you know, things out there that I have to fight off and, and, and people and thought, thoughts from other people and just the world in general to keep myself from spiraling out or getting down on myself. I don't need to make it that much easier by just giving in and being like, piece of shit, you're so fucking whatever. You know, I'm not good. You know, that, that's the thing, the thing that's getting to you is like, you're like, I'm not good enough for this. What do I do? Why do I bother? You know, that, that's, those kind of thoughts can creep in. And a lot of times it can creep in when you're, when you're tired, when you're worn down, maybe you're letting things, you, you start to let, and I'm, guys, when I say you, I mean, like, again, editorial, the royal you, uh, but I'm really just speaking for myself and trying to generalize it. But yeah, I'm not, you know, anything like being like, oh, you listen to me, the mystic John Wayne. No, um, I, you know, this. these are my experiences of what's going on in my mind. And I'm trying to just relate these to you and hopefully we can all uh, get something out of it. So yeah, we're, we're right now just maybe in a place where we've just been beaten down. We're letting things get to us. We may not let things like this get to us all the time, but we all have times of, of you know, weakness or we just need to help and we need that help we need or we need to check ourselves and these this is telling us it's time to check yourself you deserve this you're working hard for this you are you are good enough stop saying these things about yourself you know we also need to look at like what um you know this might be that we're just hypersent like people around us or someone maybe in particular whatever we're putting ourselves repeatedly into a situation that that whatever's going on there, these this person or these people are saying things that are hurting you or making you feel bad about yourself in maybe inadvertently or in a roundabout way, and it's it's triggered us to be like, oh yeah, I do suck. What am I? Who do I think I am? Da 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 da. And that's not what you know the business is. Okay, so we need to make sure we're keeping those things. Uh, you know, that thought process, like, you know, separate or, or keep ourselves away from those people or don't let it bother you or don't give it, let it get power over you. On the other side of things, if you have a good friend, that's like, we have to look at like, may, we sometimes may upset people with things we say that we don't, we don't mean to, or we don't know that that's how they took it or, or it affects them that way. And we need to be, you know, kind of taking a look at that. Like if someone's like, Hey man, you're kind of being a dick. And you're like, no, I'm not. I'm being blah, 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 blah. Take a step back and think like, wait, so I said this and that. Let me just think about how that, how does that affect them? Let me put myself in their shoes. And maybe I am acting like a dick. And I, you know what? I need to, uh, you know, you may not realize it. <clears throat> you can be acting like a dick without purposely acting like a dick. Sometimes things just get away from you and it's important to <clears throat> have good friends that'll check you. But it's important, you know, but but we we do this, we have these kind of like practices, these thought processes, we look at like this cards and stuff. So we kind of become more aware that we've gone through this before and we want to try to catch ourselves before we get to the point where someone has to call you out, you know? And that's easier said than done and it's just something that comes um, with experience. So that is that. So we need to, you know, if, if we are being a dick, we need to let that go and not be like, you know, upset about it. Consider the feelings of someone else also consider the source, but we need to stop being hard on ourselves. Stop this, this kind of wheel of negativity. That's just starting to spin and self-deprecation. That'll just spin faster and faster in our head and keep gaining 
uh, momentum, and then it's going to start like pulling into it all the things that you know were are you think are good, or you think you're good at, and it's going to start poisoning all that, and it's going to be this big fucking spinning thing. It's going to be, and it's going to be harder and harder to stop the more we let it go. So let's make sure we we take a we take time um, with that just to. Make sure we're not being so hard on ourselves um, and, and and what it is exactly we're trying to do. Next card. The Wheel of Fortune reversed. So with this one, now this this was this was interesting too, because this this to me fits very really well with the last card with the three of swords reversed. This is saying, you know, in the reverse position. Hey, guess what? You know, some some shit might happen. You know, like everything, but everything is always in flux, like I say. So even like when you get this these good times, these surges of good luck, and everything's going your way, appreciate it, take stock in it, um, and 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 uh, you know, take the time to celebrate it because things go up and down. It doesn't mean you're going to crash completely, but it just means maybe this, you know, it won't be as busy or as many of this that month as the next month. Everything is always in flux. So with this, it's saying, you know, right now or coming up, we may be, you know, having like a, a, some some things happening that are like beyond our control that aren't as good as we would like them to be as far as our, our run of luck or our run of, uh, you know, wins or however you want to quantify this. The thing is like, we have a tendency to take the these times hard. Like we're already down on ourselves and like we're on the last card and then maybe we have a bad month or a bad week and then it's like, oh, we're just, the spiral starts, the wheel, like I was saying earlier. But here's the thing that when this happens, what is the thing? I'll tell you what the thing is. We We can, we have a choice here, right? So we can feel bad. We can like hem and haw and just be like, well, I hope it'll fucking get better. I hope it'll be. I hope next time is better. I hope tomorrow is busier. I hope you're busy, busy, busy. You could sit there and hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. Or you could actively work to improve the situation. Do, do what you can to change your, your quote unquote luck or your situation or make the best of what. It is that you have what you can take control over, take control over that, right? You can't, you know, if, if um, you can, I say this all the time. If you can't do anything about something, it's not worth complaining about. You're wasting the energy on what you cannot change versus taking another look at the, uh, the situation or looking at what you can improve or, or, you know, doing exactly that than just sitting there and being like, oh, poor me, fucking, uh. So, you know, it's sometimes are good, sometimes they're bad. And again, when it says like, you know, your fortune may be reversed, this is not saying like, oh, Jesus Christ, they're taking the house, that's it. No, it's just, things are always in flux. Think about it like that. It doesn't mean everything is the highest high and every low is the lowest low. It's just it's waves. And we just have to know that that's how life is. That's how things go. And do what we can to kind of guide ourselves through that. We can, and, and again, like I was saying with the last one, with our experiences, we hit that point and we can navigate it better before someone has to tell us we're a dick. We can see we're being a dick. Same thing, you know, with same thing with this you you work on improving these situations work on what you can do better what you can do to improve something and you'll be able to better see those things coming in the future and say like i i I, you know what i know exactly how to navigate that or oh i tried this last time let's see if it you know works this time let's see if we can tweak it those are just the examples of what i'm talking about it's a time to look at what we can do not complain about what we have absolutely uh, no control over. So like, <clears throat> this is the kind of shit I like, you know, this card was is like, you have basically control over your destiny. If you want to change your destiny, it starts with you. It's your responsibility to do it. Um, look at the actions that you've taken to get you where you are. What, what, think about like, just like I'm saying, like you learn and you get to these things again and you apply what you learned last time to keep yourself from it, it being so hard this time or it happening 
at all. This is all about taking our past experiences from like with this card, taking our past experiences and and using them to help help us through whatever this time of um, you know change of luck may be. And it, it like I said, it could be just a moment, it could be a day, it could be a weekend. It could be just all encapsulated in one convention if we want to look at it like that from my, you know, terms of like, uh, you know, my job, my, my thing that I do. Um, but, uh, you know, th- that's the part of the card that I want to focus on with this reading. It, it's, it's, it's looking at this luck, looking at this change, looking at what we have no control over that we're maybe not happy with or we'd rather have some go different and, and work with what we can do to get it back on track or get it to the place we want it to be. Now, third card, again, reverse position, the Empress reversed. So now we started with the with our three of swords upside down, telling us to, hey, stop being so hard on ourselves. Stop saying we don't deserve stuff. You know, going into this, you know, maybe because we have a bad, bad run of something or taking control over what we can take control over, remembering that with the Wheel of Fortune. We come to the Empress reversed and it is now telling us we need to make sure that we are rebuilding the love back in ourselves for ourselves. Like we, we've had we've had we've been kind of depleted. You know, that's how it started with this three of swords upside down. And now we're taking active uh, steps to make sure that we're, we're taking the time to take care of ourselves, take care of our own psyche, take care of our own, uh, in, you know, love for ourselves, our self-talk, our, our, our attitude, um, which this can come in many different ways. You know, of course, it's a mindset change and just focusing on it and meditating, of course, all, you know. And it's not just like, hey, I'm going to snap my fingers and my mind's changed. No, it's it's work, but we need to take that time. We may need to, you know, take a whole day off from whatever we're doing, take a little trip that's that doesn't involve work, uh, go have it even just, even if just you have like a cup of coffee with a very good friend where you just talk about, you know, oh, let's dish, girl, you know, or whatever. There's just time to, time for yourself and time to make sure we remember the love and appreciation that we have for ourselves, um, you know, like I said, we've come through this three card journey here of beat, you know, coming out of beating the shit out of ourselves, probably after coming off of something really good that happened, and now we're just kind of like, because oh, the the luck changed, or it's not as hot as it is this time, or we had a bad coming off a of, you know a great week to a bad week, and and now we have to remember like. These are all in flux, all of this stuff. It comes and it lands perfectly with the Empress. Remember, we love ourselves. This is how we got here. We cannot let go of that. We cannot lose sight of the fact that, you know, we deserve to be loved. We deserve our, you know, to love ourselves and take care of ourselves. And we deserve these, um, we do deserve good things. We do deserve the good things that happen to us. We are not a piece of shit. You know, it's so easy to fall down that hole of self-deprecation and, um, getting down on yourself and spiraling out. And it's easy for me, like, too. This is not like I'm like, oh, I'm so above it. No, this is, you know, this is always um, a work in progress. This is always something we're working on. So, um, yeah, so that's our reading for today. I I hope you guys got something out of it. I really did. I appreciate it. Um, So there we go. Uh, Yeah. So I think that being said brings us to uh, we'll move right along into our um, our story of the of the week, which is you know how these things go. It's our recap of Days of the Dead Chicago, May twenty twenty two. So <clears throat> this past week, uh, weekend, uh, myself and the lovely Scarlett and the wonderful Mr. Boney, we all loaded up the truck and we headed up to uh, old Chicago land for Days of the Dead. Uh, one of my favorite cities, Chicago. Shouts out Michael Allen Rose. Couldn't, didn't get to see Michael. Um, 
This time he was uh, attending uh, StokerCon. I know he had a reading there and a couple panels and stuff. Very cool. Shouts out to him. Shouts out to Mindy. Shouts out to Jeanette. Some some of my favorite goth uh, ladies I didn't get to see this time um, either. But you know what? I had a great time. Um, uh, yeah, I always have a great time in Chicago. And that's the show, everyone. See you later. No. Um, man, this, this weed is good. Wookie. Wookie OG. Wookie. Wookie. Wookie not going to work here anymore. So, it's about a 25-hour drive from Las Vegas to Chicago. Um, and, of course, we're like, you yeah, know, we're doing it straight, straight through drive. So, we uh, got up um, early. We got ourselves on the road by, I think, like 7 a.m. We were driving and um, just head out into the desert, straight shot. And um, not a bad drive. We didn't, you know, and this time, I like, I got everything, like, already as far as, you know, Always making sure my car's like, you know, taken care of, oil's changed, you know, tires are all good. But I, I got like, because we've been hitting so much crazy weather on a lot of these drives with like constant rain and then wind that blows your your dick back inside of your body and um, <clears throat> snow and all this stuff. I got, I was like, I'm getting new windshield wipers, like some good ones, you know. So I got like some good Rain-X windshield wipers, you know, the one like, I'm like, these are the, the good stuff. Like I'm not, you know cheaping out on these it's important and then i bought like a bottle of the rain x um window cleaner too so that that helps the you know rain to beat up and not like leave anything i was like i was like dude i'm gonna be able to see through time no matter how hard it rains i'm gonna be able to see anything you know i got all that ready before we left i sprayed the windows down i'm washing wiping them you know and then drying them meticulously dude i don't think it rained once the entire time that we 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 were gone at all um I think I just like, you know, was spraying the, I was spraying water like myself on the windows just to pretend so I could see how they worked. But not, not that I'm complaining. That's good. We hit way too much crazy weather uh, so far this year on these drives. But yeah, we were all ready. We hit the road. It was a smooth drive. No, no, no issues really. The, um, the route, man, I, goddamn route took us through the mountains again. And I'm like, uh, ah, that's just driving across, driving through that mountain is like in Colorado and then, in Utah. Uh, it's great. It's beautiful, but man, it's getting tiring. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll just, uh, close my eyes when I drive through it next time. But no, we had a, we had a really good, um, easy drive and we got to the old hotel. I'm trying to think, did anything happen? No, nothing happened. It was interesting. We got to the hotel at about almost 11 AM, I think, um, on the following day on, on Thursday morning and we're able to check in early because you know I got I got it like that um no finally worked my way up to like uh, you, you spend enough money on uh, hotels they'll let you do anything basically but my uh my hotels.com membership booted me up there a little bit so I get to check in early now but uh, I got my bony and I got scarlet we got everything in and um I was fucking tired we were all tired and just crashed for only a couple hours though um not again it's hard to just like after one of those long drives just like have a regular sleep like you're not at least for me i'm not gonna just be able to be like and good night i'll see you in eight hours no it's like i can sleep for a couple maybe three hours um and that's it and then you're up again just kind of like today but yeah so we we're settled in people are starting to get there friends um i remember i got up i you know did a quick workout and then uh, we're chilling, hit up some folks. My man Gabe rolled in. Uh, we got to see uh, Tony, our buddy Tony Moran was down at the bar. They called him. We got to, I was like, hey, you here? Yeah, I'm here. Let's go. So we were hanging out, got having some great, uh, great times and great talks, great oldies. All my family is there. We're getting all set. And um, Thursday, it's like, you know, we're like, ah, you know, Thursday night, we don't want to stay up that late. Smash cut to us up super ass um late and I'll uh, it, it, here's and here's the thing that happened what is the thing here's what happened this is so bizarre um so I'm out front hanging out with some friends Miss Sarah shouts out Scott uh my man Sam David all that shit uh just chilling and then Scarlet goes out to meet uh, her, you know, Ava's coming in. Woohoo, the Tornado Twins are back in action. But who comes up out of the parking lot with her and some other folks but Peter Dante. Now, if you don't know who he is, he's in a lot of the Adam Sandler movies. 
But uh, if you know Grandma's Boy, the movie, he's like the one that's like, yeah, Mr. Cheezle. He's the stoner guy that has the monkey. And he's like, yeah, monkey, yeah, fucking naked. Like that guy, okay? So I love that movie, Grandma's Boy. I think it's hilarious. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. And like Scarlett had already seen him in the parking lot. I was like, Mr. Cheezle. Uh. So he was coming up. And the guy like walks up just like right to me. He's like, what's up, brother? Just gives me this like big ass hug. He's like full of energy, all smiling and shit. And I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? He's like, who's got the bong? And I'm like, I have a pipe right here. And he's like, no, not here. Let's go up to my room. I'm like, what the, what is happening? So like we all, several of us go up there, go to his room. And, uh, you know, there's a few of us up there. He's got like two people with him that I assume are, are his friends or somebody. Um, and we go up to the room. And we start loading bowls and smoking. He's like playing, starts playing music and everything's like, like we're like a party and like vibe kind of like, woo. And then it quickly like starts to be like, woo, what the, what the fuck is going on here? Um, he, he like, uh, he, he was playing um, us his like de- demos or whatever, like his music that he, I guess he has uh, some songs recorded that are kind of like a reggae type of film, you know, something like that, Hawaiian uh, type of music. And he's like playing him through like a Bluetooth speaker, but then like singing along, but like at the top of his lungs, like how I like, like singing, like, you know, when I, if I'm going to play a song, you know, I got my guitar and let me play you a song. But if I have like, just if I'm like, Hey, well, you can listen to our shit on Spotify. First of all, I'm not going to sit there and make you listen to a song with me. I'm just going to say like, yeah, check us out. But if we are listening, if I'm like, hey, do you want to hear this song? It's brand new or something. I'm certainly not going to sit there and just sing along at the top of my lungs to the radio. Like, so that was kind of bizarre, but it didn't stop. It kept going. And then he was like, he had, I guess he did a cover of cha- like Ozzy's, Ozzy Osbourne's like changes. I'm going through changes. And he was doing it so dramatically. Like he was in, and it wasn't for like funny purposes he wasn't trying to make us laugh he in fact would have been extremely mad if we would if we would have started laughing at him because he was taking it very seriously and he's just singing and doing all this stuff and um he he had like asked me to go get a beer because i had beer and he's like go get some beer i'll pay you go get your beer later whatever so i went down to get beer and he said did you get my guitar that was a mistake so i brought my guitar up and uh he's like oh play a song brother play so i played one of my songs real quick and then um i started playing easy like Sunday morning because I was like you know that song right and he's so he like comes over and sits down next to me like on he's sitting on the floor and he's like singing along with me and like he's I'm like dude pick a key guy all right because I you gotta you can't just start singing a song with me wherever you want to you know I've already established what the key is with (laughs) with what we're doing um and then he's like, man, you gotta, you gotta get me, you gotta let me sing in your band, dude. You got, you gotta get me singing in your band. I'm like, you gotta get me the fuck out of this room, dude. Is what you gotta do. So <clears throat> it was very bizarre, um, it, like at a bizarre ener- energy where it's like, this is not cool anymore. Like this, this probably wasn't cool to begin with. The oh, the people he was with um, that keep that came like up with them that I was like, oh, they're they're uh, his friends or something. They didn't know him. There was like a brother and a sister. They weren't even there for the horror convention that he was a, a, a guest at. And like they they were just there at the hotel because they were like waiting. They had like a layover or something um, that they stayed. So they stayed at the hotel because O'Hare is right next to this hotel. So they just like had a layover. They're just chilling in the hotel room till they had to take off. And like he, I guess, scooped them up in the parking lot as well. I was like, man, this is insane. But it got weird. It really did get weird. And, and that's it's okay to be a weirdo, but you have to kind of know that you have to be respectful of other people and boundaries and all of that, um, that type of thing. But yeah, it was just so bizarre and it doesn't stop there. So I'm like laughing, you know, I'm like, oh, that was crazy, but that was crazy, like cuckoo crazy. So we, we were up super late. So anyway, that's the thing. It's like three or 4 a.m. or something. We get, we, go to bed. Um, and then Friday, uh, maybe it was like two or three, something like that. Friday we get up and, and, uh, I get ready. Also like I'm meeting, uh, Jeanette shouts out Jeanette from rebel element, Texas, uh, rebel element, Texas from Houston. Uh, my, my homies, uh, she and her husband, Steve came up, she was doing her booth and, uh, my booth were right next to each other. 
And uh, so I, I got up and got ready to go down on the floor, and she was setting up, and I was setting up. Um, no, oh, this is also like very fortuitous because there's to be no repeats of last Chicago with the infamous boner pill situation. We're not gonna have any more repeats of those people. So if you're waiting for that, it ain't happening. And I made sure that that was not happening anymore. <laughs> so yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back, go back a to the last Chicago Days of the Dead uh, update from last November, from November, uh, and you'll you'll get the whole story. But yeah, so it wasn't anything like that. I felt good. Um, I wasn't hungover because I wasn't like really drinking that much. I was just it was just late, so that was good. So got everything set up, um, got my shit together. I uh, went back up, got to actually hang out with uh, Tony Moran again, my man Tony. Um, just having a good bullshit session before the floor opened. And then, uh, I went down there and, um, we started kicking ass, you know, and it, it was, uh, first night it was, you know, it was decent, you know, I'm always like hyped up and ready to go in the first night. And, uh, it was a decent crowd. It was okay. You know, people are coming through, not as busy as you'd want it, you know, but a lot of times Fridays are weirdly hit and miss, you know, all this stuff is weird. All of this is subjective. All of this is, uh, just there's nothing really to gauge things on anymore, I don't think. And um, as far as being able to guess, uh, maybe sometimes you can dictate crowd flow based on the celebrities that are going to be there. But that's only with maybe like a certain man handful of celebrities. You could be like, okay, that's going to be this and that. And there was decent celebrities. You know, Malcolm McDowell was there. Uh, Phil Anselmo from Pantera always has a big uh, draw of people. Uh, Norm from Cheers, of course, Tony Moran. Um, the aforementioned, and and I can't remember who else, but lots of other people. Um, but it became like it became quickly clear um, that after an hour or so, there was you know a lot of bad vi- like bad vibes, complaining vibes going through the dealer floor from the de- from the other vendors you know kind of like a lot some grumblings of like there's nobody here there's no traffic this sucks it's slow that that was already starting and it was starting early um you know which there's always you know there's always going to be a bit of that at all at, at every show about something someone's going to have something to complain about but this was like everybody was and it was you know <clears throat> going around and then everybody's starting to feed off of each other now not me Granted, I'm just hearing these mumblings. I haven't engaged with anybody about how, you know, eh, that sucks, that's blah, 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 nothing like that. So this is cool because it goes back to like what I was saying with the reading, like the three card reading that we just did, um, you know, earlier in the show. So somebody came up to me, another uh, vendor, a friend of mine, that was like, how you doing, man? You doing okay? I was like, yeah, I'm not doing too bad. And I wasn't. I was doing pretty well as far as I thought sales, sales wise and, and customer stuff for me. And uh, he was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of thinned out a little bit. And he's like, yeah, it's slow. It sucks. Everyone's just bitching, complaining, man. It kind of sucks. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, dude, honestly, you know, what are you going to do? What can you do about it now? Can, can, can this complaining do anything about it? I was like, I'm starting to hear everyone around me complaining. I said, dude, I'm not even trying to do that. I'm not letting that, I'm not going to let something I have no control over have power over me. And, and and feed into this negativity that everyone's having about it. I'm here. I'm just happy to be here, man. This is like rarefied air. This is what I do, and I appreciate it. And it may be, you know, down right now, but it's in flux. You know, there could be a, a, a Hawaiian Tropic bus that pulls up, you know, and gets out and unloads like 100 Hawaiian Tropic ladies and men into the thing, and it smells like spring break, and it'd be wonderful, but, you know. Who knows? So I'm not going to worry about that. And he was he was like, yeah, dude, that's right. You know what? You're right. I'm not going to. You know, that's a good attitude to have. And I'm not trying to be like some like, oh, woo woo, like just just change your mind, kids. Uh, I'm not trying to be like that at all because you do whatever you want. I'm just saying for myself, I know I can't do anything about the crowd. I know I can't. What I can do is stand behind my booth and do my thing and have fun and talk to everyone who walks by. But walking around from my booth to everyone else's booth to complain about how there's no one there is not helping any. It's not engaging the people that are there. Why, why don't we, you know, talk to the people who are? I don't know. That was a whole theme throughout this this convention. A lot of people were complaining about the the traffic and then the sales were low and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, I just am not 
down with getting into that that mindset. It's too easy to let that, like I said, spiral out and it's too easy for that to become super infectious and all we're doing is feeding it and feeding it. The more we all start feeding it in that room, you know, it just, it sets a tone and you can walk in and almost feel the negativity like already. So I don't know that that's kind of, that was kind of like a weird vibe this weekend, but Friday was cool. <clears throat> um, did not, uh, uh, we it was a uh, we had we had a little surprise birthday for Amanda. Uh, Amanda shouts out Southern Sun Boutique. Love you, girl. Happy birthday! Um, and uh, so we had a little surprise deal for her, and that was fun. And uh, I went out, uh, you know, hung out. Oh man, I got surprised by my man John and Jeremiah. Holy shit! Sorry guys, shouts out to y'all. You know I can't forget y'all. These crazy ass motherfuckers. I was thinking, you know, I met John and Jeremiah in Atlanta a couple of Atlantas ago, or whatever. And uh, I I saw John and, and the captain, his buddy, the one bald captain, showed up uh, to surprise us in November. And then uh, I'm dri- we're driving here, and I kind of like just offhandedly said, like, yeah, I wonder if John's gonna be there this time. You know, he surprised us last. I wonder if he's gonna pull one of his old moves and show up. And sure as shit, dude, Friday night as I was walking to my booth, the VIP thing is open. Here he comes around the corner with he and my man, Jeremiah, big hugs all around. Shouts out, you guys. You know, I love the shit out of y'all. Um, so yeah, we got to hang out. I was hanging out with them, smoking joints and stuff. And then uh, I went inside and, you know, I actually had another like awesome, and I'm, I bring up Tony again, Tony Moran, like he grabbed me. He's like, hey man, blah, blah, blah. You know, you start talking with somebody and you start getting like some deep conversation uh, just about, but about like good stuff, you know, just a good conversation that makes you both feel better. That was, that was, uh, that was good. That was a key takeaway for me this weekend. That was a great conversation, but again, stayed up a little too late, but on the other hand, still not drunk, not hammered, drinking or anything, just chatting and, you know, whatever, casually sipping and smoking. Um, so that was a good, it was a decent night. So Saturday, get up, um, and let's see. Saturday we get up, yeah, get get down there, start start the day up. Uh, Ava's coming in to see us. All this all this is happening. It's uh, starts off pretty busy. Like uh, it, I felt like as soon as the doors open, it was pretty it was pretty packed. Not packed out, not like super packed, like overwhelming. But I was like, all right, there's a lot of good traffic here. People coming through. What's up? What's up? Um, yeah, so and it was it was moving along. But then I guess it had its its points where it was starting to slow down, and and the grumblings were happening again. Um, but one thing, like I said, you know, old Peter Dante, how weird he was. And, and this is the the part where it's the thing about him, where you are. Okay, dude, come on. It's the arrogance. It's the self-importance. It's the, don't you know who I am thing that he throws around? That's ugly. It really is. And, um, he, you know, he's not, it doesn't seem to be grateful for one single thing. He seems like he, he feels like he is entitled to everything. And so um, he was up and down from his table. I know he was irritating several people around him. Um, he had to be moved to a, his table, moved to a different spot at one point. Um, he, it, it was a mess. It was a mess. It was a lot of like uh, not good, bad vibes going on around that. So, I'm not sure exactly what happened with him. I know there was a couple other incidents I wasn't around for. So hopefully we'll you could take to the Twitterverse to see if that happened or whatever, whatever happened. But man, uh, really makes you think, uh, you know, you never I'm not going to say don't meet your heroes because I don't want to necessarily quantify him as a hero uh, per se to me. But, you know, you know, that means like, you know, you meet people that you see on TV or sports or whatever, and then they're never as great as you think they are. I don't care. I, I, I don't care to meet anybody, uh, you know, unless it's just organically. And yeah, this was just was how we met. Uh, and he was a w- glad that I got that perspective now. So I can be like, okay, this guy's kind of, nah. but that was fun. Um, so Saturday was, wasn't bad. And they had yours truly here judging the costume contest again, which was a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, I was judging and, uh, it was funny because this one guy was walking around on the floor and he was dressed as this awesome ghost rider. We had made pretty much most of the costume and the hair that he did with cellophane and like this weird, it was fucking awesome and lights. It looked like fire on his head. And I was like, man, you should enter the costume contest if you haven't. And he's like, should I? And I was like, yeah, motherfucker ends up winning. 
and I, I can't remember your name, dude. Sorry. So I don't even know if you're listening, but um, he was great. So that that's always fun. I like to do the costume contest, and I got to see uh, my good friend uh, Juniper, who was she was there helping us judge the kids' contest. She's amazing. Her and uh, her family. Shouts out to you guys. They had me come out, and uh, I ended up playing like three sets down in the bar, um, the other bar, not the big VIP bar that they have, but the bar kind of out in the lobby. Um, they wanted me to come play for her. I did last year or last time. It just kind of happened. This time we planned it a little better. Thank you guys for the pizza and the beer and everything. And uh, we had a decent little crowd out there as I was I was playing for a while. So that was fun. And I, I um, you know, I've been saying and t- telling Scarlett, man, I'm really horny to play a gig lately. And uh, that kind of, that kind of uh, scratched that itch a little bit. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know if anybody's listening that took any videos or anything of the songs, if you could send them to me, I'd, I'd like to, I sure would like to put them up on my Patreon or, or share that with some people. Um, but if not, who cares? It was fun. It was great. So I got to play uh, and um, had a great, you know, had a great time. I, I sweat so bad. It was, I miss that, that show sweat where you just three songs in and all of your entire body is just soaked, um, even though you're inside and the air conditioning is on. So it was fun, man. That was a lot of fun. So Sunday, though, I was wiped, man. I think I just got dehydrated. I was just tired. Um, oh, and then like that Saturday night, the, the fire alarm goes off. I, I was outside <clears throat> after I got done playing. I was sitting outside, you know, talking to people. And I still have my guitar and this box of leftover pizza. And I was like, now I'm going to go upstairs and put, I'm going to throw this in the room. And then maybe I'll be back down. I don't know. So I go up to the room and I'm thinking, because I'm already so tired and just I'm like, man, maybe I'll just stay up here. But I'm like, no, actually, I'm going to go back down for a few more minutes and I'm going to take Boney with me, uh, you know, for a last call. So, you know, get I've got Boney on, we leashed up, we take a step out of our hotel, we're walking, a room, we're walking towards the elevators and all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off. And it's like, a whoop, 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 and the lights are all flashing and there's like a voice saying, please exit. Proceed quickly to the nearest uh, set of stairs. Do not use elevators. The elevators are offline. Go to, and it's super loud. And Boney's freaking out, or he's not like he's just scared, right? And I'm like, all right, come on, let's go. And we go to the stairs, and we're on the sixth floor, and we get to the staircase, and Boney like locks up because now it's like we're in the stairwell. It's like it's all super loud and like all reverberating off everything, and he's just like, so I'm like, all right, Boney, I pick him up, hold him in my arms. And we just go down the steps, man. And he's like, kind of like shaking. He's scared. And I'm like, all right, man, we're almost there. One more floor, one more floor, one more floor. And we get down all the way down and go outside. And like, I'm like, the fire alarm's going off. And people are like, what? What's happening now? Like, cause you can't, it's not loud. You couldn't hear it outside. And then you, we could see in the, like the, the floors of the building, it was only really going off on like three or four different floors. The, the, the lights were blinking. I don't know. So so some cops came and all that kind of stuff. I waited outside for about 30 minutes or whatever more. And then they let us go back in. But I waited a little bit more because I didn't want to get caught up with all the traffic trying to people take the elevators up. But uh, yeah, it didn't even like evacuate the whole hotel. Like it just only went off on a f- certain floors. And even then, like the next day I talked to the people, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we just stayed in our room. Yeah, I slept. Some people slept through it, they said, which I don't. I don't know what I don't know that, what that says about them or the hotel's alarm system or what, but that was an interesting bit of excitement. But no, no issues, no real fire. Um, there was for some reason I always find this funny. Um, they uh, when you have these horror uh, conventions at a hotel that, that at the same at the hotel that same weekend, there's a, a another con that conference or something that's happening, an event that's compl- couldn't be more opposite of a, a, a set of people than the, the horror people that are there. So there was like some kind of a junior hockey uh, tournament going on. And so the other part of the hotel, like the rest of the hotel, it wasn't the horror people were like families with their kids playing hockey. And what a time, man. The kids are fucking annoying. Uh, one, one point I was outside, they like with Boney and, and a couple other people like, uh, in the evening and like 25 or so plus kids just like bust out from the where the pool is because it's an inside pool. They open the door. They'll come running out screaming and chasing each other. It's like, what the fuck is happening, dude? 
I thought that was like a child enclosure in there. Somebody shut the door. It was insane. Uh, I always think that's funny, though, because it's just like a bunch of, you know, basically riffraff of all kinds outside, except, you know, they're all we're all wearing black, dressed in black, you know, tattooed up and and like reek of cheap beer, cigarettes and marijuana. And then these kids and their families are like there for the hockey team and they're playing like Red Rover and shit. What a dynamic. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so Sunday was fine. Um, I Sunday turned out to be pretty good for me too. It was, it was a slow day as far as traffic went, but um, sales-wise was decent. So I, uh, I all in all had a, had a decent show, I think. Um, but I was so wiped out. That's another, that's one thing I got to stop. I got to stop being so tired on Sunday. Like that was just, uh, it was, I think the drive and everything. Um, and I did definitely did not get enough sleep any of those nights cause I stayed up so late. So like really honestly, after we were done Sunday, I, I just couldn't do anything. Scarlett went out to eat with Jeanette and Steve and I took a shower and went to sleep to sleepy sleep with Boney. We slept and it was so great. Um, but yeah, then we got up in the next, the next morning at five 30, put, got our shit together and hit the road back, 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 back to Las Vegas, Nevada. And yeah, and it was a pretty straightforward, easy drive. Um, did hit a little bit of rain, like maybe, and I wasn't even driving. Scarlett was driving. So she got to, she got to use the windshield wipers. Um, for about 10 minutes and yeah, they worked really good, but, uh, you know, I, so far as I could tell from the passenger seat, but who knows, maybe it'll rain soon and I'll be able to, to test them out myself. But yeah, that was it. It was a, it was a good con and, um, <clears throat> I had a good time. I, I did well. And I, I want to say thank you to all the people that, that I met, new people that I met, new readers, um, and all the people who came back to see me again, I, there's too many people for me to sit and, and list. And my brain is like a, a fried pile of mush shit right now. So, um, you know, I, I'm sorry I can't remember everyone's names, but thank you guys. Thank you all so much. Like, it, it, it really does. This is, I'm just so grateful. This is my dream. I'm doing it, I'm making it happen. And I couldn't do it without you know, having new people and, and people come back to see me. And uh, it's just so awesome. And I say all this, you know, to say like, it, it may not have been, you know, some people maybe had a different expectation of what they wanted it to be for them or for uh, a, a, the whole or for a certain amount of people, whatever it was. Um, just, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be like all fucking blah, 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 listen to me, but we, we just have to, we can't let that stuff bring us down. If we don't think it's busy enough, if we, you know, don't think that um, you know, people are buying enough things, whatever it may be. We can't control those things. We can only control the things that we, you know, if we, we can only do what we can. So if we can work on doing something to fix it or, or help the situation, that's what we should be doing. But complaining, it's a waste of energy. It's a waste of energy. And it just, you know, starts something that just snowballs out of control, whether it's just with yourself or, uh, others. I mean, I watched it happen this weekend, just, it, it, I watched it happen and I felt it happen. So anyway, easier said than done, I know. But uh, just something to think about. Um, certainly I will be just keeping keeping that head up. Let's, uh, you know, do what we can with with the things that we can and not complain about the things we can't change. All right. Hey, there you go. That's it. My recap of Chicago Days of the Dead, May 2022. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, if you're new to the show, especially, thank you so much for checking it out. Uh, I hope to see you all out there on the road this uh, rest of this year. Please make sure you guys go to johnwaynesdead.com and check out where I'm going to be. I'll be at Phoenix Fan Fusion in two weeks. So, uh uh, if you're going to be out there, come check me out. It's my first time to do Fan Fusion because I, I signed up for it in 2019 and it kept getting rolled over and over and over and over. And uh, now it's finally here, so we shall see. Uh, but also check out my Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Sign up for one of the tiers. Get yourself some goodies and take care of your old Uncle Johnny. Go to my uh, new custom apparel shop. Check out the new stuff I have. That's also at JohnWayneIsDead.com. Just click it on the menu there. Also, while you're there, 
go to the uh, shows page, see all the upcoming events I have, all the dates, ever growing, constantly growing, adding new stuff to it. So see where I'm going to be next. And if I'm coming to your city, hit me up. Let's hang. And while you're also at johnwaynesdead.com, go to the shop page, baby. You can get, that's where you get my books from, from me, my records, shirts, that kind of thing. And I will sign them and, and I, will, of course, send you extra goodies because I appreciate it so much. But any support is appreciated. You can get my books anywhere, and I thank you guys so much. So please remember, you can follow me at John Wayne is Dead on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and everywhere. I will see you guys uh, next week.